If you've been following me for a while, you know that I've gone from working in entertainment to being a paparazzi assistant, to being a dental hygienist, to owning my own business. And I was always asking myself what the heck I was doing. I don't know if I could ever say for myself that I knew what I wanted to be when I grew up. If you are in the same boat, I wanna tell you what I wish someone would have told me to make sure that I took that next step towards my future in how to find your life purpose. So let's jump in. You've probably been told that content is key to growing your business, right? There are so many experts who spend a ton of time cranking out incredible content consistently, and yet they're broke. See, there's a huge difference in growing your following and growing your income. How do you create content in a way that actually gets you paid over and over again? Like turning every video into an army of salesmen that deliver your perfectly crafted message around the world, around the clock, perpetually, forever. I'm Marley Jax, and you're listening to The VIP Code. I've told my story many times about how just before I became an entrepreneur, I was a dental hygienist, and I did social media for my dental office and happened to get a few local referrals. Before I knew it, I had so many clients that I couldn't handle it as just a side hustle. I decided to leave my dental hygiene job and started learning and perfecting my own framework to make the process of content creation more efficient, more impactful, and more lucrative in terms of cash flow. And if you stick around to the end of the video, I'm gonna give you that formula that turns your content into high ticket sales kind of cash flow. Like I said, if you follow me for a while, you may know this story, but there's actually more to my origin story that started way before my days in dental hygiene. And it's a story I haven't really told in full before until now. Before I was a dental hygienist, I worked in radio and I worked in event management and I just fell in love with it because the people that I got to work with, they were some of the people that I grew up watching on TV or listening to on the radio who had this charisma and they were performers and I just became obsessed with the stories that they told and I always wanted to be part of that in some capacity. You know when people ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I felt this pull to have something also secure as a fallback, as a plan B for security, right? Like how many of you want security to know that you have money in the bank and the ability to check out at the grocery store or pay your mortgage without an insufficient funds notification? We all wanna have that safety and know that our families are taken care of and there's nothing wrong with that. So when my mom told me about dental hygiene, it sounded cool because that's not the kind of job where you work overtime or have deadlines or have to bring work home with you. It was secure. It fit the status quo. I could work nine to five, get two weeks of vacation, blah, blah, blah. But when I was in the world of entertainment and radio and events, it was such a thrill. Like every day I was running on adrenaline, which spoiler alert, not great long-term. When I was working in radio, I got to produce interviews and meet these big celebrities and go backstage at their concerts. And with the events company, the people that I was working with are the people that now their books line my bookshelves. I was uh, managing their contracts, I was handling them backstage, taking them to dinner. And it's funny, because I look back now, this is when I was in my early 20s, and I had no idea how big of a part of my life they'd be today. I wish I hadn't taken for granted that the power and knowledge I had right in front of me. I got to spend a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with these people, you know, after their performances, their presentations, their book signing, when the buzz of the audience would die down, I got to spend some time and see the real people, the humans behind the charisma and the charm that they dispel on stage. Also at this time, I had some paparazzi friends and because they knew that I was already familiar with being around celebrities, meaning that I was you know, familiar with the celebrity world, knew who was who, and also that 
I could talk to them like normal, not necessarily fangirling around them. Um, they would sometimes bring me with them to be their paparazzi assistant. And basically my job was to approach the celebrities and ask them for an autograph that the paparazzi would later sell. And it was really interesting because the paparazzi world is this super underground thing. They have, the, it's almost like they have their own language um, for how they, you know, interact or find information about the celebrities, or even some celebrities would have relationships with the paparazzi themselves to, you know, call them up and say, hey, my plane is landing at this time, I'm staying at this hotel, come take pictures of me. And then when the paparazzi would show up, they'd be like, oh, please, no photos, uh, while posing up a storm. And during the time that I was working at the event management company, I got a side job working for this famous author because we had met at an event that we flew her in for to speak at, and we just totally hit it off. Um, she asked me to do her social media for her, and I didn't even know at the time that I could get paid to create content on social media. But I knew her book and I knew her as a person so well that it just came easy to me. And I, I couldn't believe that I get paid to do that. But my boss found out and he didn't like that I had a side job, so he fired me. I was devastated. I loved that job so much. I remember being in the stairwell when he escorted me out and, and I said to him, like, if you fire me, I'm gonna die. <laughs> And honestly, in that moment, I thought that was true because outside of that job, I didn't know what else I had. That was my life. That was my self-worth, my identity. I defined myself by what I did for a living. And this was a low point for me. I walked out of that office feeling like I had nothing left. Like I just lost everything that shows to the world that I'm important, that I mean something. So I'd lost my job. Pretty soon I was out of money. I was also at the time grieving a loss of a family member who'd recently passed away. And my boyfriend at the time broke up with me. All of that in a really short period of time. So with my tail between my legs, I moved back to my hometown and smiled my way through the emotional pain that I was going through. Remember, I just felt like I lost my identity, everything that gave me my self-worth until I got my next job offer. So I was back in the game, working alongside celebrities again, got my self-worth back. At the time I was putting on these big shows, producing concerts, landing these big contracts with big names. Like one of my proudest moments at this company, we did the first concert with the Jacksons, like their first show after more than a decade hiatus. And I was so proud of that. It was a really exciting night. It was a crazy celebrity hurricane of a job. And I was constantly running on adrenaline. Well, two days after the Jackson show, my grandmother died. I took some time off. I uh, helped my family to plan a funeral. And uh, my first day back, I wasn't even in the office for five minutes. And my boss says, I have to let you go. He said he couldn't afford to pay me anymore. I was shocked and devastated. And I was like, why? I'm doing a great job. We just had these big shows. I was so confused. And again, my self-worth was all wrapped up in this job. So I felt like I had to beg and plead to hang on to it. And my boss replied, he said, you'll understand one day when you have your own business. I thought, what, me? Have my own business? Not only had I never even considered that before, but I was so mad at him for telling me that because I was like, I want to work for you. I want this job. But obviously it was time for me to go. So I walked out of the office um, and actually from the parking lot, I called a former client who always used to tease me jokingly, but also kind of serious uh, to call him if I ever wanted a, a better job working for him. And he also had an event company where he did events with celebrities and performers. So I called him to say, hey, I'm available. And I got lucky. He hired me on the spot. Boom, there was my hit of validation again, and I got my self-worth back. But if you've caught on by now, you might recognize that I've been in this pattern 
up to this point in the story of seeking external validation and self-worth from outside of me. So the story continues that job after job after job, I found myself in these situations. It was a pattern of me seeking external validation, being so depressed, being in toxic relationships even with my employers at times. And when every job didn't work out, it pushed me to finally find the solutions. And this is something that I want you to see for yourself with whatever you're going through in finding your life's purpose, whether it's your career or whether it's relationships, if you find yourself in a pattern, know that you are the common denominator. I needed to find the right balance of security and fulfillment. And for me, fulfillment, I had no idea at the time, came from creativity. Like if you look at every job I had, I was creating platforms and stages and content and monetization for other people. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as you can still generate that self-worth internally and that your happiness and your identity isn't wrapped up in something outside of yourself. And when I realized that, it also allowed me to give more and serve better to the people outside of myself without attachment to needing their approval. I had to shift that focus from selfishly aching for external validation to wanting to build momentum through my connections with other people into positioning myself as an authority that could help them, that could give them momentum. One of my mentors, Alex Sharfin, has this quote that the best way to get into momentum is by giving it to someone else. So by having that self-awareness of who I am, the opportunities that I can provide, my skills and expertise and talents that I can give to other people is where I was able to find that self-worth internally, which grows by being able to support other people. Those connections really gave me such a huge sense of self-worth and purpose. How many guys have had maybe expectations or experiences that when they didn't work out, you were disappointed, maybe even devastated? Everyone has that, right? But then days, weeks, or months, even years later, do you ever connect the dots backwards thinking, I'm so glad that didn't work out. Like maybe you didn't get that job offer you were hoping for, but then you ended up getting a better one. Or maybe you started your own business and became an entrepreneur. I now can look back and think, I'm so glad I got fired from that job. I'm glad I had my heart broken. I'm glad my boss planted that seed for me saying that I'd understand one day when I had my own business. And now we're here, we adapt. It becomes our stories. We turn our mess into our message. And entrepreneurship is a game of personal development. Authenticity comes from knowing who you are. Charisma comes from knowing who you are. And by playing that game of personal development, I learned that I am an entrepreneur and that I'm capable of evolving into who I am meant to be so I can reach who I'm meant to reach. And because my stories and my content is evolving at the same time. Your obstacles can become your opportunities and your mess can become your message and that you can bring your audience along this story with you as the hero, the protagonist in the story and give them a front row seat to watch. Want to turn your YouTube channel into an endless source of fresh leads? Let us show you how to get daily hot leads, even if you don't have many videos or you just have a small following. This system works. We have an advanced private training that we would love to send you. It's a recording of an exclusive closed door event where we walk ambitious business owners like yourself step-by-step -step through our unique proven four-step YouTube lead machine system. The results of following this formula are astonishing. We have attendees generating thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars in two days before they even had a handful of videos up. Other attendees have gone on to make millions from what they've learned. The content in this recording will set you apart from your competitors who are struggling with inconsistent ad platforms and are getting burned out creating endless influencer content that gets likes and shares, but no damn revenue. If you're ready to step up and start 3Xing your daily lead flow, just go to VIPLeadMachine.com and apply for access. The information we're sharing is so powerful 
powerful. We want to make sure it only ends up in the hands of business owners who are ready to use it. So head on over to VIPLeadMachine.com and apply to get your hands on the recording today.